Cut. Oh, fucking cut. Now I'm gonna go buy, no, I'm, no, I'm gonna go purchase one. That's the problem. This this ain't for me. Well, I was like, you know, the background is mom and dad was addicted to crack cocaine. Okay. Right? All praises to the most high. Hi, how are you? Welcome to another episode of the Doc Holiday Show where we love to uplift black men, black woman, black teen, black child, black royalty. And today I am joined by a black royal. My sister, sister-in-law slash sister used to be adversary. Now she's my partner. Yeah, you're right. Tanisha James, the owner of Doll Baby Bags. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you today? First of all, Tanisha, now we know you have some lovely bags here that you create and people purchase your bags from all over the world. But first of all, I know you. I'm acquainted with you, but tell the people about you. Where you from? What, what area of Memphis you from? Okay, uh, my name is Tanisha James. I am a native of Memphis. I grew up in Whitehaven. I graduated from Westwood High School, went to Tennessee State. I am a speech therapist in the Shelby County School System. And I am a seamstress, I guess, by, uh, I guess, trade. My mother was a seamstress, and she taught me how to sew. Yeah, going back to that, talking about, because I know what you do now, but I know Mrs. James, God rest her, so beautiful, beautiful woman. She can do these amazing things. But talk about your upbringing coming up, because I know you got a couple of brothers. You know, you're only girl. But just talk about your upbringing coming up in the inner city of Memphis and, you know, just all the challenges and struggles. But it also helped you get to a point where you want to pursue your dream and, and, and do something with it. Okay, well, I have three brothers. Uh, Kenny, he's the oldest. Yeah. Mm, see, if I'm 50 this year, I think he'll be, he's 58. I have a 51, almost 51 brother, and um, my baby brother will be 44 in March. Uh, we grew up in Whitehaven, like I stated. Um, hmm, went to West Haven, I guess, went to Lanier. Anyway, my mother, uh, I watched my mother sew. She made suits and clothes for me and ponchos for me and suits for my dad and him, the neighbor's pants, or whatever you name it, I just watched her do it. Um, initially, I, well, I always wanted to model, and I wanted to be a fashion designer. So I begged my mother when I was about 13 to teach me how to sew, and she did. And she sweated me a little bit because I tore up a couple of needles and messed up a few bobbins, but <laughs> I learned nevertheless. But you know what, you 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 always had a great sense of style because I, I met you at Lanier. That's when I met you. You know, you best friends with my wife, Tasha. You know what I'm saying? So you always had great style, and you all always had your own style. I mean, you had to be brave because I didn't used to rock the combat boots. With the, I was like, man, you know what? She she got her own style, so you always had a sense of style. But when did you first start, I guess, uh, 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 making your first purse or whatever, you know, or, or, or whatever? What? How old were you when you first started doing all of this right here? Okay, okay. So my parents died in 02. My mom died first. That was in April. My dad died in July of 02. Um, at that time, I had a, well, eight-month-old when my mom died. It was 10 months when my dad died. And um, I had made a few bags. No, I take that back. After they died, well, that was that. So um, a couple of years after they died, I made a few bags. I was going to create me a business and make me some bags. So I made about seven. Mm -hmm. Then I stopped. So that was just that on that. I didn't do anything. Um Grief stricken, of course, because both of my parents yeah. had died. I had to get away from the townhouse where I was living, so I decided to buy me a house. So in 05, I bought a house. And prior to buying the house, I asked my baby brother, I said, hey, look, I'm going to buy a house. You want to move with me? If you want to move with me, I'm going to get a four-bedroom house, two-and-a-half bath for me, you, your baby, and my baby. Of course, he was like, I won't live with you. 
I said, well, fine, you ain't got to live with me. So he didn't live with me until four months later. He called me. I'm moving in with you. So I'm like, okay, cool. So he moved in. And, you know, we were doing pretty good. You know, um, we were half in the mortgage, half in the lights. And everything was going well until he met his wife. And he came home one day and said, I'm moving out. And I'm like, moving? I'm like, I just bought a truck. I just bought a house. You can't move. So he nevertheless, he moved. And when he moved, it messed up all of my money. Mm-hmm. And that's where this came from. Out of necessity. Definitely out of a necessity. Uh, like I stated earlier, I work for Shelby County Schools. Um, uh, it was summer. My boy had turned six. And my brother had decided he wanted to get married. No, my baby wasn't six yet. He was five. And mm-hmm. Sharif got married. And when he um, got married, he left. And it took away, like, $600 of my income. Mm-hmm. And so I worked summer school every summer because there were always projects that need to be done. So I worked summer school. But my summer school check only covered the negative $897 house note that I had paid. So I'm getting paid uh, in the summer. Check might be about $1,000. But Orion took $897 of it. So I only had $100 left from a check. And so one particular day, excuse me, oh, one particular day I was, at, I was at Walmart with my friend girl. She needed me to take her to Walmart because she doesn't drive. And um, my baby said, oh, Mama, can you buy me this candy bar? And I'm like, oh, Lord. I was like, I don't even have 89 cents to buy a candy bar. Wow. And my friend girl said, girl, buy that boy that candy bar. I'm going to give you $10 for gas. And $10 at that time in my life seemed like $1,000 because mm-hmm. I was so broke. And when she said, I'm going to give you $10 for gas, I'm like, $10 for gas, and I was standing in Walmart in South Haven at the Fabric, and I just had to have a conversation with God. I was like, Lord, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I was already depressed from losing my parents, yeah. didn't mm-hmm. have no money, had a baby, had to figure out how I was going to take care of. And I was standing there, and I, I, I asked God, I said, what am I going to do? And I don't know if – I know people have heard the Holy Spirit or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. That voice that you hear. Well, I call it the Holy Spirit. And the Spirit told me, use your gift. And I'm in Walmart like, what? What? That ain't what I said. And I was like, what? And it said, use your gift. And I'm standing there thinking, can anybody hear me having this conversation? (laughs) And I was like, but, Lord, I don't have a gift. And the Holy Spirit spoke again. He said, use your gift. And I'm standing there like, gift, gift, gift. And then all of a sudden I said, I know what I'm going to do. I know what I'm going to do. And I scared everybody in Walmart. My baby looked. I'm like, what you going to do? <laughs> and I was like, I know what I'm going to do. I know what I'm going to do. I told my friend, I'm going to take this $10 that you gave me. And I'm going to buy this Elvis Presley fabric. And I'm going to make some purses. That's what I'm going to do to make some extra money. I'm going to make me some purses. So I bought two yards, of uh, a yard each of a different Elvis Presley print. No research on Elvis Presley, man. You, mm-hmm. I just bought the fabric. Yeah. So. That I mean, I ain't even know this story. <laughs> so you standing there broke. As a joke. <laughs> not knowing what you're going to do. And you listen mm-hmm. to the Holy Spirit, yeah. to that voice, yeah. to get you up out of that place. Now, were you immediately encouraged from that point on? Because, I mean, I, 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 hold on, before we go there. How did you pull yourself out of the depressive state? Because the thing about it is that a lot of us out there, especially black men and women, we're going through something. Right. 
Everybody goes through something. I didn't have depressive states I had to pull myself out of. How did you pull yourself out of that depressive state by not only losing one parent, but losing both of them, and not only losing both of them, losing both of them within months of each other? Mm -hmm. How did you pull yourself up out of it? Well, you know, I um, work in a school system, as I continue to say, mm -hmm. and my friends, your wife, you know, uh, my other friends, uh, phone calls away. Um, I talked to them. I couldn't talk anymore. And then one day I went to EAP, and I talked to the lady. And then after I got through talking to her, I was like, I don't need to talk to you no more. Because mm -hmm. I only talked to her one time. But I had talked for a year mm -hmm. about losing my parents or whatever. And um, uh, it, took me a, it took me a minute, maybe about eight years ago, I really wasn't as depressed as I started out being, but maybe about eight years ago, I walked in my house, and I tell people this all the time. I walked in the house, and I just walked in my kitchen, and I looked into the den, and I had this epiphany, like, and I said, I know it's crazy. Okay, okay, talking to myself. I'm adjusted now. Hold on. It, it, do it like you do. Okay, okay, I, okay. okay. <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. And, and I'm like, I'm okay. You know, it took years to get adjusted to it. I had a baby I had to live for. And I can tell you, uh, when he was about two, I didn't I didn't want to live. I just, I didn't want to be here. After my mom died, I, you, I didn't want to be here. But he, I picked him up from daycare one day, and he ran out the door, and he said, Mama, Mama. And it was something about that Mama that brought me back, reeled me back in. So, um with the bag situation, like I said, I was so desperate to even have like $40 to go to the grocery store because mm -hmm. I couldn't go to the grocery store. And, and thank God he was about four or five, about five. He was a little fella, so I can go get a Lunchable and get him cereal and get him uh, a, get a loaf of bread and some meat. Mm -hmm. And he wouldn't be hungry because he was a little fella. He really didn't get it. I took him to um, the zoo on a free day. And then I took him on the river on it some other days. Mm -hmm. One time, the, the most embarrassing time, but it was funny. It's really funny now. I took him to uh, World Overcomers had a, a fair. Mm -hmm. And he, I put him on a little airplane out there. And we laugh about this and cackle about this because it's so hilarious. Put him on the airplane. And I told him, I said it all summer. So you have to watch what you say to folks. And you have to watch what you what you what comes out of your mm -hmm. mouth because I said also, I'm so broke. I'm so broke. I'm so broke. I'm broke. I'm broke. I'm broke. And the more I said it, I think the broker I got. Yeah. So that particular day, I took him to World of Commerce Fair, put him in his little airplane, little airplane ride or whatever. And the little ride was going around, and he was, his his mouth was moving. He was looking like I gotta, ooh, I gotta tell my mama something. And I'm like, ooh, he finna say something, Lord, what are you gonna say? <laughs> he got right up in my face, and he said, "Alicia, Alicia's free." <laughs> and I said, "Oh God." I was like, everybody in word overcome turn around, even the statue. Oh, the statue turned around, <laughs> look at those two up. I said, Yeah, it's free. You right, it's free, baby. And then he was going back around. I said, Oh Lord, he finna say something now. That little sucker came around on the airplane. He said, Cut, cut, cause you know you broke. Oh <laughs> And I was like, ooh, ooh. Lord, he hit he hit me in he hit me in the goods. I was like, You right. I was thinking to myself, you right, babe, I'm broke, but you know, we just, I just made do. I just made do. I took the uh, bags to work one day, and I told the girls at work, I said, I want y'all to see some bags. I'm making bags now. I'm, I make bags. You know, I'm, mm -hmm. I want y'all to see my bags. It's okay. Bring them to us on lunch. That's okay. So I took those five Elvis Presley bags and laid them on the table. 
And they said, oh, they cute. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, y'all, yeah, y'all, hell, y'all, where y'all can buy them? And they was like, they cute, but why they got Elvis Presley on them? And I said, well, y'all white, don't y'all like Elvis Presley? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They yeah. said, well, we are white, and we do like Elvis Presley, but we don't want no Elvis Presley purse. Uh -huh. And I said, oh, okay. So they said, go get you some, go get some, do some denim ones or something. Get you some denim. I said, okay, I do denim. I, I do denim. So I went to the Goodwill, and I started buying jeans. And opened up the jeans and made sure the bucket would fit on there. And I took them back to work. And one day I came home with an extra forty dollars. Wow. Yeah. So this started with the ten dollar gas money. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I I don't know why you know Elvis. You just saw the Elvis. It's, I guess Elvis Presley just popped up. You well, it was like Elvis Presley. I can sell Elvis Presley. Yeah. But you can't sell nothing with Elvis Presley on it. On Elvis Presley. Yeah, exactly. I, I ain't know that though. Yes, yeah. Until the security staff followed me around, I was wondering why he was following me around. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so, but now, now, I mean, tell us about the business now because it has grown. Yes. And you make some great items and some Thank great you. purses. When you first go, tell me how you felt when you sold your first purse. Oh God, well, when was what was my first purse that I sold? Um, it must have been the girls at work, and. They were 20 and $25. And I can imagine, as broke as I was, it had to be a great feeling. Mm -hmm. Because, say if I had a $1,000 check and my bank account was a negative $897, so I had 100 plus mm -hmm. bucks left out of the check, but I had an extra 40 from the school that I made selling a bag. It was a wonderful feeling because now I could go and buy more than just the cereal, the milk, and the mm -hmm. bread, and the Lunchable for my boy. And... um. God is good. I, I didn't lose a thing. Did not lose my house. Did not lose my truck. Of course, I wasn't going to lose my child because mm -hmm. before I lose my child, I, you, you have to take me. So yeah. I didn't lose my child. He didn't miss a meal. Neither did I, as you can see. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So What happens to the Elvis Presley purses? That's what I want. The Elvis Presley purses, okay, I have, a, I have a story for everything. So the Elvis Presley purses were $20. But they were 25 if you got a bamboo handle on it. You know, the bamboo handle is like the little, you know, the bamboo that the pandas eat, but they treat it and make it a, yeah. a circle. Yeah, 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 Those yeah. were 25. Okay. So it depends on which one you wanted. Yeah. Okay. The one with the claw strap was 20. The one with the bamboo strap was 25. Okay. But you sold them. You, <laughs> I sold, you well, did sell well, them. That's, okay. why, that's the okay, question. Here, like, no, no, okay. I did not sell my Elvis Presley purses. I have one, two, I have three left. Still to this day? To this day, I gave one to my cousin. Damn. I know, I know, right? And listen, me and my boy were on Bill Street one one weekend, one week. I was in, it was summertime. So he said, Mama, can I have a drink? And I said, I had 36 cents. I swear to God. I said, no, you, Mama got to sell a purse first. And then once I sell a purse, you can get a drink. So I said, come on. So got him, had the purses on my arm. And this black guy walked up to me and said, what you got there? And I said, I, I make purses, and these Elvis Presley purses, I make purses one back. You, you, if you want one, you can have one for $15. He said, well, calm down, calm down. Yeah. He said, how much the bag? He's starving around this joint. He like, got to hustle them yeah, jokes. Yeah, he was like, oh, calm down. <laughs> how much is the bag? I said, it's 20 but you can have a 15 And so his pastor walked behind him. I don't know the church, don't know the pastor. Mm -hmm. And the pastor walked behind the guy and said, hey, man, what she got? He said, she make Elvis Presley purses. And he, you know, my wife loves Elvis Presley. I'm going to buy my wife one. He said, well, how much is it? He said, well, they 20 but she said I could have it for 15 And the pastor said, give her 20 for it. And wow. that might have been the 
first verse I saw. You sold. Because I said, thank you, God. Thank you, God. And I said, TJ, what drink you want? <laughs> yeah, now you can get them that <laughs> I put them a dollar with that 36 cent, bought yeah. my baby a drink, took that $19, and went to the grocery store. I mean, honestly, I mean, that's an amazing story because I, this stuff, I didn't even know you went through all this getting started. So you was taking your purses, keeping them with you and hustling on hustling okay. them on Bill Street. Yeah, well, I hustled that day on Bill Street because I couldn't think of another way to get rid of them. But what, what was happening, too, he was, like I said, he was about five mm -hmm. on Saturday mornings. One particular Saturday morning, I went down to Huey's in South Haven, and uh, the manager was in there. And I don't want to make it a black and white thing because yeah. I have people that buy my bags. Mm -hmm. But I, it, it's important for me to say this. The white guy was the owner at Huey's at the time. And I walked into Huey's, and I said, excuse me, sir, I make purses, and I want to know if I could show your girls. So he said, hey, ladies, come over here. This lady has purses for sale. Get your tip money. Mm -hmm. And so um, I left the house that day. I'm sure I didn't have anything. And I came back later on that day with like $400. Wow. So it was like income tax time. Yeah. That's how it felt for me, Christmas in July, you know. And, um, yeah, and so then after that, I started going to beauty shops. So I would go from beauty shop to beauty shop, get my boy a pillow, his blanket. When mommy get out the truck, lock the door. Mm -hmm. I'm going to this beauty shop, and I'm going to see if these girls want to see these bags. And that's how, and, and, and that brings you to, now let me ask you this, because I know a lot of times, I mean, even me doing what I'm doing, and Cash is doing what he's doing, mm -hmm. and a lot of times when we trying to be entrepreneurs, well, being entrepreneurs and being business, a lot of times we don't get support and help from people that you're close to and you friend. Now, how have you dealt with that? Because a lot of times people that you know, that you grow up with, they be like, yeah, I wish I'm riding with you. Mm -hmm. But, like, they don't just really support you and, and don't want to deal, you know, deal with you. Have, you. have you ever had any of those problems, and how did you deal with that as far as emotionally? Um, very difficult times, like going into the beauty shop. The hardest thing was, well, the first time when, you know, that I went into the beauty shop, I go in and I'm like, oh, they don't want this. Because most people, they like Louis Vuitton. I love Louis Vuitton. Mm -hmm. They like Gucci. I love Gucci. I don't buy Louis Vuitton. I don't buy Gucci because I am doll baby mm -hmm. and I am my brand. So when you see me, you're going to see one of my bags mm -hmm. no matter what. And so, you know, you have, um, you do have your select few people who... You know, if it ain't that, if it ain't Louis Vuitton, if it ain't Gucci, if it ain't YSL, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? If yeah. it ain't Bottega, they don't, you know, they don't want it. What's the last one? Bottega. Bottega. Bottega's like a $3,000 bag. Okay. And they, I'm sure they have more. Pay you me, know, man. What's yeah, the name of Bottega? She, she said it. <laughs> Put my, pay me, Bottega. Who else, who else's name Kansas? <laughs> Louis Vuitton. Pay me, pay me, man. But go ahead, finish the story. So if it's, you know, if it's not those brands, then some girls wouldn't because some girls, hey, and I ain't mad at them. They mm -hmm. are. Yeah. Label yeah, yeah, lovers, yeah. if you will. Don't get me wrong, I like good stuff. I yeah. do. Um, but I was at African April one. The, the first time I ever did African April was in 07. And there was an African girl on, at the table beside me. And yeah. she, she walked over to me. They were sell, selling body oils and stuff like that. So she walked over to me. She said, they not buy nothing from you. These people not buy nothing from you. And I said, oh, okay. So, you know, African April was Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Mm -hmm. At one point in the festival, maybe Saturday, she was over there looking at me, rolling her eyes, because I met so many people, and they bought bags. I may have, may have taken 100 bags, and at the time, they were all cloth bags. Mm -hmm. But I may have taken 100 bags. I probably sold about 40 of them, which is pretty darn yeah. good. And we're talking about $20, $25. Yeah. But it was still good. It was, you know, it was money, you know, I was, you know and I, yeah, I might have sold more than that, but... I've been in beauty shops, and nobody has ever heard this. Uh, I don't know who will hear this, but nobody knows this, but I've gone in beauty shops, 
and I'm going in the beauty shop with my phone, cell phone off, because I ain't got no money to get it, you know, pay the bill to turn it back on. And you, she sold on a bag, and then she asked her friend, girl, what you think? And I'm thinking to myself, please don't ask her what she think. Yeah. Then she, the girl want the bag. It's cute, though. I can wear this, I can wear with that. Then the girl said, but that's light. That leather going to get dirty. And I'm like, oh. Hey, oh, yeah, I hey, got you. Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. Don't ask nobody else. You know, yeah. so. Man, people don't understand. I, I think about it all the time. I think about the social media where you can just take a picture, put it on Instagram. Well, it wasn't like that at first. Yeah, you have yeah. to hustle this stuff, mm -hmm. you know. And um, I may have come come on the scene a little bit later because I'm not a social, you know, I really wasn't a techie. Yeah. But I've been hustling. It's been a hustle. And yeah. talk about the, the success of it and show us some of the bags because okay. I don't understand all this. I know, I know it's cute. It's pretty, but this right here, you know, first of all, I mean, it, tell us about the bags and then, because I know you, your, your bags have also made it to red carpets before. Though, they correct? have, yes. Yes, they have. Um, Kim Whitley has a bag. I met her at a comedy show mm -hmm. and initially I had given her a clutch. I, I saw her, she was coming off the stage. I said, hey, Sora, I got, the, I got something for you. You know, she's Delta Sigma Theta. So I was like, hey, Sora, I got something for you. And she said, come on, girl. And I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. So I gave her a clutch. And then, oh, it was in November. I was at home one day, and her stylist travels with her, Yolanda. And she, they took a picture. Kim needed a red clutch for a, something that she had to do to match some red shoes. Mm -hmm. And so they sent the picture. And I was like, oh, my God. So Kim has a bag. And then Yolanda, which is her stylist again, called me and said, hey, I want, she wants this red French bag, which is my favorite, which is my namesake. The Nisha Hobo. Mm -hmm. And so she has that one. Sherry Shepard has a bag. I was uh, able to give Taj George SWV one. She hadn't taken a picture yet. I was able to. Eddie George one? Yes. I was able to give Leela James one last weekend at the concert. Okay, okay. She hadn't posted a picture yet. I was able to give Raheem Devon one. He hadn't said anything yet. Hopefully they say something. If not, hey, you know it is what it is. My mama said you got to give a little, give a little, get a little. So yeah, you do. Yeah. And all this from that ten dollars gas money. Ten dollars gas so money. So tell me about tell tell me about some of the bags. You know what okay. I'm saying? Because I know my wife. Yes. She she you know she loves getting bags from me. She brings okay. and okay. she got so many. I'm like God, dang, how are we gonna put all that? And they lovely. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so I'm gonna show you my namesake one first. Mm -hmm. Do I show it to you? No, yeah, put it to the camera. Show it, no, oh, show it to, yeah, he got it. He got it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. This is my Nisha hobo. Put it on the two. Put it on the two shot, Cass. Yeah, we got it. Okay. There we go. That's my Nisha hobo. That's an all leather bag. Yeah, huh? Okay. It's an all leather bag. These fringe are hand cut. And I have to explain to my girls, none of the bags are going to be the same. Yeah. So your flap ain't going to be the same. Your fringe mm -hmm. might not be the same length, mm -hmm. but it'll be in the ballpark yeah. of. So this is my favorite bag, so therefore I named it after me. Okay. And um, I was in Texas, in, in Dallas, and I walked into Neiman Marcus, and some woman said, come here, girl. And I was like, I know this woman don't know me because I don't know nobody down mm -hmm. here. She said, where you get the bag from? And I said, oh, I made this bag. She said, okay, good. Since you made it, you can sell it to me and make you another one. And I oh, was wow. like, well, no, you can't have this one, sugar. Uh, this is my bag, baby. You, now, I can send you one back. Oh, I don't want you to send me one back. What I want you to do is make give me yours and make you another one. And I was like, oh, no. And my leather is so is so sub, supple. I didn't want her to have this one because it broke really good. Uh -huh. This one, I was like, it ain't for sale. She handed me a debit card. Went to the went to the debit uh, to the ATM machine, and my phone wasn't working in Neiman Marcus because I had unpacked the dumb bag, and I was like, I'm gonna sell the bag to the woman. It was like giving my child away, and my phone wasn't working, and it didn't swipe her card. 
Oh, so she wow. called me at five o'clock the next morning and said, Where you at? I said, I'm in Memphis. I left. I'm already gone. <laughs> she wanted it that and bad. She wanted it that bad. Oh and so so anyway, that's the Nisha. That's okay. the Nisha one. All right. This one is like the Nisha one, but this is for Yatasha, which is, you know, my bestie. So this is the Yatasha. The wifey. This is the wifey bag. This is the Tasha. I named my bags after my friends who like, you know, who mm -hmm. bought the bag. So this yeah. one wasn't named yet. So this is the Tasha. Okay. That's named like after the, your wifey, my yeah. bestie. <clears throat> this one is the Kendra. Now, the, the original Kendra has a flap on it, but the Kendra hobo itself is made like this. So this you took some jeans? Uh -huh, oh, these okay. are jeans. These jeans. This is a jean jacket. I took the collar, took the Levi um, waist, a little LV there, and just put the bag together. The backside is leather. Okay. That's some creatives. Yeah, okay. That's a lot of work. I bet it is. Um, let me, will you pass me that yeah. one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so here is a jean. This actually was the jacket that that collar on that other Kendra bag came from. So this was the body of the jacket. This is a Sean Jean jacket. I got it from Goodwill. And so I was in the studio the other day sewing, and I said, you know what? This would be a cute clutch. So I took it. I kept the buttons, as you can see. I kept the pockets. And I made it a clutch. Yeah, that's slick there. You yeah. kept the pot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's slick there. So I like to repurpose things. I don't necessarily throw everything away. I just got to the point where I'm giving, you know, putting stuff in the goodwill. Yeah. Okay. This one is the and you call me color. This is the and you call me color clutch. I do have this in a hobo. Well, I make it in a hobo. I don't have a hobo now. This one is mine. And as you can see, all the natural flaws in the leather, mm -hmm. I kept it, kept it because it gives the bag so much character. And personality. And yeah. personality. Yeah. Instead of you cutting all the leather away. And a lot of my girls, I want it to be neat and straight. And I'm like, it's going to be real boring if I make it neat and straight. So this is the And You Call Me Color Clutch. One of my absolute favorites. Okay. Yep. What else you got here? Let me see. This is my, I made this for Founders Day. Because I am Sigma a Theta. member of Delta Sigma Theta Incorporated. And so I made that. It was last year for Founders. I still have it. Mm -hmm. But I like to even the edges on the leather. I keep them. And I laid it up against the white and just stitched it on there. Backside is red. Yep. Okay. What about this one? This one. <laughs> I like metallics. I like color. There, there's a designer, Kurt, I think his name is Duggar. Anyway, he makes a bag similar to this, but I had this metallic on yesterday, so I made this bag yesterday. So it's the colors. I just stripped it, stitched it down, and then I made the backside just a solid gold. What does the, what does the ideas for these bags? Because, I mean, it's, I, I can never look at a jacket and be like, hey, man, I'm just like, I'm finna wear the jacket. But what do the ideas come from for you be like, okay, you got that vision and it pops in your head. What, 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 what's the inspiration for that? Um, that one, that, that denim clutch, like I said, I was looking at the, I had cut the sleeves off the bag, mm -hmm. off the jacket for some reason. I, I can't remember why. Oh, I was going to redo the sleeves and make them puffy, but I never did do it. Anyway, the, uh, denim was laying on the studio table and I'm like, this really could be something nice. I had a zipper. Sometimes I use my zippers. If I have an 18 inch zipper, it determines whether, if my bag is going to be 18 inches long. Mm -hmm. If I have a 12 inch zipper, it'll be a 12 inch you know, 12 inches, that's a 12 inch. It just depends on the zipper. Yeah. Uh, last year, they had that big main movement. Everybody was wearing the main this and main that. And I say main just like everybody else. Because we from Memphis, yeah, man. Yeah, we from what Memphis, man. You, you know, yeah. know what I'm saying, main. Yeah. So I made a main bag. And um, 
It just depends. I like fringe. I like fringe on just about everything. I have to remember not to put fringe on everything. And so I made the main bag. So it just depends on what I'm thinking about. I could be listening to music, how mm -hmm. I name them. Uh, and you call me colored. I think about the saying, you know, y'all know where that comes from. Yeah. Um, the denim, I, it was just a perfect piece of fabric. Didn't want to throw it away. And I thought of a clutch bag. So I just made it. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, uh, Tanisha James, where can they find your product? Where can they find you? Now, you're going to see it. Mm -hmm. And Cassius McGowan, ISF Productions, all amazing things. Gonna, you're going to... Cause you always be making like them nice little graphics and stuff. He gonna make a nice little graphic. But yeah, where, where can they find you and find your product? Okay, uh, I'm on Instagram, uh, Doll Baby Bags. That's Doll Baby and Bags B A G Z. Uh, I'll, I also have a website, DollBabyBags.com. That's on Wix. I don't know if that was necessary, but it's yeah, on it Wix. Is. No. Um, I'm on Insta, uh, Facebook, Tanisha James, and I also have the Doll Baby Bags B A G Z on Facebook as well. And a lot of people. Say it backwards, baby doll bags. It don't bother me none, um, but it is doll baby bags. Yeah, as long as, it, as long as that check got doll baby, but now you, that, that'll bother you if that's twisted yeah, around. Yeah, if it's twisted around, <laughs> then we got a problem. And, yeah. and before we got you, also, I mean, you still do the mask. I know you was doing the mask. At one yeah, point. I do masks, and um, oh God, I don't even. Well, I have, I do masks. Mm -hmm. So I, we were. We were in a mask movement, and we are still in a mask movement. I wear my masks faithfully, but I have something for you. For me? Yeah, for you. Okay. Oh, no, you good. No, we, we got you. We got you. Let me get out this chair. No, go ahead. We got you. We got you. We got you. Can you edit that? Yeah. Probably not. You know what I'm saying? You thought. We got to edit that. We got to edit that. We didn't fall. We kept you up. Oh, ahead, Lord. You okay. That's all right. It happens to the best of us. So, anyway. I do a lot of things for girls, but I also made a gift. I have things for guys, too. Oh, okay. That's for you. For, forget the bag. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. The purple and the gold. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so, yeah, I need one of these for the house, though, because I have my stuff all over there. Tosh over there. She's like, yeah, thank you. So, oh, and that's yeah, a, yeah, that dot bag or the travel bag. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do them for guys and girls. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course, like hence the purple and yeah, the gold. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate it. Omega Sapphire. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, Tanisha James. Well, thank you so much. Anything else you want to add? You want to you want you want to tell the people? You know, I love you, but the the, the fact of the matter in the chair that's gonna we, yeah we can't take that out. Y'all can't take no, the no, chair no, out. It's gonna be all right. It's gonna, oh no, go ahead. <laughs> Y'all can take the chair out. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm gonna show you a few more bags and then I'll okay. Then, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, so oh, that's yeah. my that's my my weekender hobo. Mm -hmm. I, that's the metallic, and then I got the <laughs> I got to cut that, and then I got the the one in the green too. Okay. So yeah, those are my bags. Um, anything I want to say? I want to. I would like to say thanks for all the support that I've received over the years. Doll Baby will be 17 years old in July. Um, I couldn't have done it, and I know I ain't gonna say big time, but you know what I'm saying. I don't want to make it seem like that, but I couldn't be here if it wasn't for people who support me. Yeah. I couldn't be if it be here if it weren't for my sisters who call me and say, "Girl, can you make me a bag match this shoe?" Mm -hmm. You know, um, they've supported me. And I know uh, we, you know, we, we oftentimes say, you know, black folk ain't going to support each other. My sisters have, and I ain't even just talking about my best friend. All my best friends carry mm -hmm. my bags. All my friends carry my bags. But they're girls that I don't know or, or, or people that hear word of mouth that support me. I can, I was at somewhere for uh, Southern Heritage Classic. And two girls walked in and said, doll, baby. And I don't know them from Adam, but they know me. And, um. I couldn't have done it without them. I couldn't have done it without the greater Memphis. And I love them. I got people in 
several places in Indianapolis. I got them in uh, Houston, Texas, uh, Delaware, mm -hmm. California. But my Memphis girls, they held me down. I think I really do truly, truly thank them. I'm very appreciative. Well, all yeah. praise to the world. So thank, thank you so much, Miss Tanisha James, Doll Baby Bags. And yeah, you y'all gonna hear this, but yeah, we're gonna take the chair out. You take, know what I'm saying? It's, it. it's a part of the show. She Yeah, y'all got to take the chair out. <laughs> We'll take it out of there, though. Take but anyway, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Yes, sir. That's going to do it for another great episode of the Doc Holiday Show, where we love to uplift black men, black woman, black teen, black child, black royalty. Until next time. Hold on, Cass. Did you want to add anything, man? You know what I'm saying? Thumbs up. Oh, <laughs> like and subscribe. You, you got it. You got it. That's your, that's your job. Go ahead. Like, share, and subscribe, people. Thank you. Thank you. Tell, hold on, bro. Tell them about it. Hold on, what, man. What else? What, what? Support. I mean, you know, this financial support. Oh, we yeah, need yeah, that. Yeah, we need financial support, people. So we doing this. Bare ground. We building this. Even though y'all ain't asked for it, we going to give it to you. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. We need your help. Appreciate you. Yeah. Damn, that boy with that thumbs up. That's the corniest goddamn. <laughs> I do it every day, too. <laughs> we do it with the kids. I know. I'll be at, at, the, at the grocery store like, thank you. And I'm like, it's, it's, it's job related. <laughs> with the thumbs up, you do hit it on the Instagram. Man, on the yes, that's why I do it. <laughs> but anyway, thank you all for watching the Doc Yay. Holiday Show. Until next time, we out. Yeah. What you cooking, Mom? Yeah,